Hello, friends and fellow bibliophiles. This is Moonlight Musings. Welcome to our podcast. I'm your host, Marion Marchetto. Rather than do a book review for you today, um, with the 20th anniversary of the attacks of the World Trade Center in New York City on 9-11 of 2001, I would like to share with you a retrospective. 2001 was a difficult year for me. Early that year, I learned that my dad had months left to live. In June, my dad earned his angel wings and left this world. He and my mom had just celebrated 60 months, 60 years of marriage, the month before he died. Being an only child, the burden of my mom's care fell to me, but that's a story for another time. Right after my dad's passing, I had a dream in which I saw one of the larger coastline towns in Connecticut, where I lived at the time, reduced to rubble with dark clouds of smoke filling the air. Little did I realize that I'd been given a glimpse into the near future, especially since we lived about 90 miles to the east of New York City. On the morning of 9-11-2001, I had returned home from a doctor's appointment. Having burned my candle at both ends, I was on the brink of exhaustion and my doctor put me on bed rest for a week. I remember sitting on my living room sofa, turning on the television and hearing the morning news anchor talking about a plane that had gone off course and hit one of the towers of the World Trade Center. While I was on the telephone calling into my office, I watched in horror as another plane hit the second tower on purpose. The remainder of that day was surreal. Watching the events unfold live on my television, I immediately called my husband at his place of business. You see, he worked in that city that I had seen in my dreams. Thankfully, that Connecticut town was spared, but by a mere 75 miles. There was disbelief at first, then immense sadness, as I and the rest of America realized that the people in those burning buildings didn't have much of a choice. They could jump to their death or die in the inferno. It took some time for those buildings to lose their integrity and eventually disintegrate into a pile of burning rubble. On the ground, people took cover or ran as far as they could. I'll never forget the ash-covered faces of people walking out of New York City as they traversed the bridges. Nor will I ever forget the brave men and women, all first responders, who went toward and into those buildings in an effort to save lives and instead lost their own. America had been attacked on several fronts, and the stories of everyday patriotism abounded. After the initial disbelief, we as a nation began to grieve for all those who lost their lives that day and for the families who lost loved ones because of that attack. We came together as one people to help each other and put together our lives. I am acutely aware that in American history, this is one horrific event. And I understand that in many nations, This kind of terrorism is a daily way of life. I can't imagine having to live in that manner, 
and I thank God for the tenuous safety of our nation. Now, 20 years later, 2021, we are a stronger nation. That is what I believe. Because anyone who threatens even one American threatens us all. So on this 20th anniversary of 9-11-2001, now called Patriots Day in honor of those who lost their lives, let us not forget that our nation is still vulnerable. That doesn't mean we should stay hidden in fear. That's what our enemies want us to do. Rather, we should go out, live our lives the best we can while always keeping ourselves alert to possible danger. Keep those who fell that day, as well as all who have fallen in service to our country, in your hearts and in your prayers. I've heard it said that as long as even one person speaks the name of a deceased person, that person will never be forgotten. Let us keep their memories alive. God bless America.